Letter five of Letters on England by Voltaire, edited by Henry Molly. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith. Letters on England by Voltaire. Letter five on the Church of England england is properly the country of secretarists multae sunt magsiones in domo patlisme in my father's house are many mansions an englishman as one to whom liberty is natural may go to heaven his own way nevertheless though every one is permitted to serve god in whatever mode or fashion he thinks proper yet their true religion is the sect of episcopalians or churchmen called the church of england or simply the church by way of eminence no person can possess an employment either in england or ireland unless he be ranked among the faithful that is possesses himself a member of the church of england this reason which carries mathematical evidence with it has converted such numbers of dissenters of all persuasions that not a twentieth part of the nation is out of the pale of the established church the english clergy have retained a great number of the romish ceremonies and especially that of receiving with a most scrupulous attention their tithes they also have the pious ambition to aim at superiority moreover they inspire very religiously their flock with a holy zeal against the dissenters of all denominations this zeal was pretty violent under the tories in the four last years of queen anne but was productive of no greater mischief than the breaking the windows of some meeting-houses and the demolishing of a few of them for religious rage ceased in england with the civil wars and was no more under queen anne than the hollow noise of a sea which below still heaved though so long after the storm when the whigs and the tories laid waste their native country in the same manner as the guelphs and the gibelins formerly did theirs it was absolutely necessary for both parties to call in religion on this occasion the tories declared for episcopacy and the whigs as some imagined were for abolishing it however after these had got the upper hand they contented themselves with only abridging it at a time when the earl of oxford and the lord bolingbroke used to drink a health to the tories the church of england considered those noblemen as the defenders of its holy privileges the lower house of convocation a kind of house of commons composed wholly of the clergy was in some credit at that time at least the members of it had a liberty to meet to dispute on ecclesiastical matters to sentence impious books from time to time to the flames that is books written against themselves the ministry which is now composed of whigs does not so much as allow these gentlemen to assemble so that they are at this time reduced in the obscurity of their respective parishes to the melancholy occupation of praying for the prosperity of the government 
whose tranquillity they would willingly disturb with regard to the bishops who are twenty-six in all they still have seats in house of lords in spite of the wigs because the ancient abuse of considering them as barons subsists to this day there is a clause however in the oath which the government requires from these gentlemen that puts their christian patience to a very great trial namely that they shall be of the church of england as by law established there are few bishops deans or other dignitaries but imagine they are so yuri divinal it is consequently a great mortification to them to be obliged to confess that they owe their dignity to a pitiful law enacted by a set of profane laymen a learned monk father kuhaye wrote a book lately to prove the validity and succession of english ordinations this book was forbid in france but do you believe that the english ministry were pleased with it far from it those wicked whigs don't care a straw whether the episcopal succession among them hath been interrupted or not or whether bishop parker was consecrated as it is pretended in a tavern or a church for these whigs are much better pleased that the bishops should derive their authority from the parliament than from the apostles the lord bolingbroke observed that this notion of divine right would only make so many tyrants in long sleeves but that the laws made so many citizens with regard to the morals of the english clergy they are more regular than those of france and for this reason all the clergy a very few excepted are educated in the universities of oxford or cambridge far from the depravity and corruption which reign in the capital they are not called to dignities till very late at a time of life when men are sensible of no other passion but avarice that is when their ambition craves a supply employments are here bestowed both in the church and the army as a reward for law services and we never see youngsters made bishops or colonels immediately upon their laying aside the academical gone and besides most of the clergy are married the stiff and awkward air contacted by them at the university and the little familiarity the men of this country have with the ladies commonly oblige a bishop to confine himself to and rest contented with his own clergymen sometimes take a glass at the tavern custom giving them a sanction on the occasion and if they fuddle themselves it is in a very serious manner and without giving the least scandal that fable makes the kind of mortal not to be defined who is neither of the clergy nor of the laity in a word the thing called abbey in france is a species quite unknown in england all the clergy here are very much upon the reserve and most of them pedants when these are told that in france young fellows famous for their dissoluteness and raised to the highest dignities of the church by female intrigues address the fair publicly in an amorous way amuse themselves in writing tender love songs entertain their friends very splendidly every night at their own houses and after the banquet is ended withdraw to invoke the assistance of the holy ghost 
and call themselves boldly the successors of the apostles they bless god for their being protestants but these are shameless heretics who deserve to be blown hence through the flames to old nick as harbelay says and for this reason i do not trouble myself about them end of letter five recording by cheyenne arrowsmith